welcome to Jinnam ICF Love All podcast, a podcast about how to live a God-fearing life. Each episode addresses how to use the Bible to answer real-life situations that allow us to demonstrate real Christian love. Now, here's your host, Pastor Joe Summers. Welcome to another episode on the Foundation of Faith foundation of faith. The six basic principles are repentance from dead works, faith toward God, baptisms, land on of hands, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. And eternal judgment is what we're going to be discussing today. Isaiah 33:22. For the Lord is our judge, the Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord is our King. Eternal judgment is the last of the six foundation principles of the Christian faith. In the Old Testament, the word judgment is used two ways. One refers to the statutes, testimonies, and laws of God. The other concerns God's judgment on men and nations. The latter meaning is how the word judgment is used in the New Testament. It is this meaning that is used in this episode. The word to judge means to separate or make a difference between. This includes bringing to trial, examining evidence, determining guilt or innocence, and deciding the penalty for sin. Eternal judgment is the great and final judgment spoken of in the Bible which determines the eternal destiny of all souls. Who are the judges? God is the judge. For the Lord is our judge, Isaiah 32:22. God the judge of all, Hebrews 12:23. God judges the sinful behavior of mankind. God's real desire is not judgment, but that all men come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved, John 3:17. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. 2 Peter 3.9 God's desire is that all men everywhere repent. If they do not repent of sin, they will experience his judgment. And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Because he hath appointed a day, in which he will judge the world in righteousness. Acts 17, 30, 31. Jesus Christ will be a judge. God has given Jesus the authority to judge, but he has given all judgment, the last judgment, and the whole business of judging entirely into the hands of his son. And he has given him authority and granted him power to execute the practice of judgment because he is a son of man, every man, John 5, 27. And saints, in the final judgment, true believers will help judge the world. Do you not know that the saints shall judge the world? And if the world shall be judged by you, are ye unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Know ye not that ye shall judge angels? 1 Corinthians 6, 2 and 3. The word saints in this verse means all true believers. They will help judge the world the unrighteous. 
The standard by which we all will be judged is the word of God. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejecteth me and receiveth not my words hath one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same to judge him in the last day. John 12, 47-48 It is not the standards, creeds, or traditions of man by which we will be judged. It is not the basis of organizational or denominational rules. The standard by which we will be judged is the fixed standard of the word of God. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Psalms 119.89 What is the reason for judgment? The Bible reveals judgment is necessary because of sin against God's law, ungodliness, unrighteousness, unbelief, trespasses, and evil deeds. Although these are all different words, they all mean sin. Sin against God's word? Romans 2.12 For as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the law. Ungodliness. But the heavens and the earth which are now by the same word are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. 2 Peter 3.7 To execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed, and of all their hard speeches, which ungodly sinners have spoken against them. Jude 15. Unrighteousness. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of the temptations, and to reserve the unjust until the day of judgment to be punished. 2 Peter 2, 9. Unbelief. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. John 3.18 Trespass By the offense or trespass of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Romans 5.18 Evil deeds And this is the condemnation that light has come into the world, and men love darkness rather than light because the deeds were evil. What are the principles of divine judgment? Worldly principles of judgment vary from nation to nation. The standards may vary from state to state within a nation and from city to city. Worldly principles of judgment and punishment vary because people interpret certain acts in different ways. The same act interpreted as wrong in one culture may be acceptable in another. For example, Killing of a cow is viewed quite differently in America, where it's used for meat, than in India, where the cow is considered sacred by some people. The judgment of man varies because the standards by which they judge vary. But the principles of God's judgment do not change. God judges. God judges on the basis of the word of God. God's law and the principles of judgment are fixed in his word forever, O Lord, Thy word is settled in heaven. Psalms 119.89 According to knowledge, men and nations will be judged according to the knowledge of God which was given them. Jesus said some will be judged more severely than the cities of Sodom, Gomorrah, Nineveh, Tyre, and Sudan. These were evil cities mentioned in the Old Testament which God judged and punished. 
The reason Jesus pronounced the most severe judgment on some New Testament cities was because these cities had more knowledge of God. Jesus himself had ministered in these cities and performed mighty works of healing and deliverance. Still, the people of these cities would not repent. Jesus warned, Woe unto thee, Chorazin, woe unto thee, Bethsaida, for it is the mighty works which was done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon. They would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the date of judgment than for you. And thou, Capernaum, which art exalted unto heaven, shall be brought down to hell. For if the mighty works which have been done in thee have been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I say unto you, that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than with this generation. Matthew 11, 21, 24. The men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it because they repented at the preaching of Jonas. And behold, a greater than Jonas is here. Matthew 12, 41. A general revelation of God is given to all men through the wonders of creation. For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that we are without excuse. Romans 1.20 This general understanding of God given to all men through creation is the basic standard by which men will be judged. Those who receive additional revelation by hearing God's word will be judged by a higher standard of knowledge. Individually, each person will be judged individually. The soul that sinneth, it shall die. The son shall not bear the iniquity of the father. Neither shall the father bear the iniquity of the son. The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon him, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon him. Ezekiel 18.20 Judgment determines individual eternal destiny will not be on a group basis. It will be on an individual basis. Uh, be according to the truth, Paul wrote, For we are sure the judgment of God is according to truth. Romans 2.22 On the basis of personal conduct, each of us will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and will be judged according to our deeds. The Bible also calls the judgment according to works. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in this body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. 2 Corinthians 5.10 Who will render every man according to his deeds? Romans 26 Now let's look at past judgment. The Bible is a history of God's past judgment. From the time of Adam and Eve, it records God's judgment of nations and individuals. The Bible records two special past judgments that are important to believers. These are the judgments of Satan and the world. God has already passed judgment and set the penalties for both. Satan and his angels. Through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, God passed final judgment on Satan, the prince of this world. Satan is judged, John 16, 11. And having spoiled principalities and powers, the forces of Satan, Christ made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it. Colossians 2.15 
the present judgment. There is a present judgment that goes on continuously. All men are presented are presently judged as sinful or righteous before God. The present judgment of man is on the basis of whether or not he has accepted Jesus Christ as his Savior. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. John 3.18 And we have future judgment. It is the future judgment to which Paul refers in Hebrews 6 when he speaks of eternal judgment. Eternal judgment happens after death. It is appointed unto men once to die, but after this judgment, Hebrews 9.27 As you have learned in our previous episodes, after a person dies, it is immediately determined whether or not he enters the presence of God. The destinies of the righteous and unrighteous are different after death. But the final judgment confirming their eternal destinies occurs after the end of the world and the resurrection. How then should we live? How should the doctrine of eternal judgment affect our lives as believers? When writing on the subject of future judgment, the apostle Peter answers this question. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversations and godliness? Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things to be diligent, that ye may be found of him in peace without spot, blameless. Second Peter 3, 11-14 Understanding of eternal judgment should result in spiritual maturity and the life of the believer. That brings us to the end of this series on the foundations of faith. Brings us to the end of the series on foundation of faith. Thank you for joining us and remembering the six basic principles are repentance from dead works, faith toward God, baptisms, laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. Blessings to each one of you. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on Jinan ICF Love All Podcast. New podcasts are scheduled each Monday and Wednesday. Make sure to visit our website, www.jinanicf.com, where you can find weekly sermons and past podcasts. Please remember to subscribe so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate it if you'd simply tell a friend about the show. That would really help us out. If you like this show, you might want to email us at loveall at jananicf.com and request a free copy of our ebook, Gems for Daily Meditations, and sign up for our daily thoughts. See you next time. Blessings and love to all.